can hear you. I can hear me. I can just. Okay, let me just move closer because I can see. Anyway, this is all a bit of shambles. This is what I love. I love the beginning of these things. They're quite comedy. Yeah, I'm wearing this. Uh, man, I, it's sort of become my kind of comfort blanket. But yeah, nice. I've, I've got this nude. It's actually like from work. Someone came okay. in with like a jumble, like a kind of jumble sale, like chucks all the stuff in the middle. And I was like, oh, what's this? It's like all bright and colourful. And I was like, they were like, yeah, it's a girl's snoot. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me try it. It looks, I quite like it. This is fashionable. <laughs> it's chunky, warm, it looks nice. But I just got really cold, like, in the last half hour. I just suddenly got really cold. I got, like, headache. Well, I did have the door open. I just think it looks a bit like, you know, outside, it's just a bit grey, it's a bit like pressurised. Yeah. I don't know, I can exactly. be really sensitive to like the weather sometimes, you know what I mean? I know, I know. I mean, sometimes even when it's like not extremely cold, but you just see the grey weather and there might be a little breeze, it feels colder than what it actually is. It was so nice yesterday as well, so nice. Listen, I was in my garden yesterday and it was like, it was great. The only thing that kind of annoyed me a little bit was drilling because there's like work across from me. So the drilling kind of ruined it, but it's fine. The sun was out and it was going in and out. I know, fun. who likes who likes sort of work going on when you're sort of like sitting in your little peaceful place in your garden on your balcony? Like, I don't, sometimes I don't mind if it's constant. If like a noise is constant, even if it's drilling or sometimes, sometimes you can kind of zone out from it. Yeah. It's like when it sometimes, stops and starts. That's the thing that gets me. But the I, little things like that bother me, you know, like even if I'm in my room or something and like the toilet door is left open and then it's just creaking like, uh, 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 <laughs> I have to get up out of bed, even if I'm comfortable and I'll have to shut the door properly. Or if, like you said, stopping and starting, when it stops, it's like, okay, please. And then it's like, oh, God, it started again. Or like, I don't know, five gardens down from me, there's this guy, because we've all been in lockdown. Yeah. He started, like, this skateboard thing. So, you know, you go to them skateboard parks and you do all the ch -ch -ch and you can hear it. But it's like five doors down, so I'm just constantly hearing ch -ch -ch. What is, What is he doing, like, sliding off, like, the rails and stuff? like down his stairs off the banister <laughs> i think he's made something i don't right. know what he's made it out of because i can't see there's all trees and stuff but when i'm on my little trampoline thing and i'm jumping <laughs> looking i'm just like okay is i see he, you i see you he's built but, like you know, a half pipe in his garden and then he's also saying to like his family he's like oh man just that bouncing of that trampoline down the road five doors <laughs> down he's <laughs> like oh i just could hear that trampoline <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-way thing I'm saying, he's like stop jumping i can hear you so but, yeah no noise I'm going to welcome, uh, going to interrupt for a second, going to welcome you, Sadia McEwen, to the Good Talk podcast. I think number, I think on number five now, uh, kind of speeding through a few. It's been good. I'm basically like just, you know, calling any of my mates. I'm going, oh, do you want to chat? Do you want to come and, come and have a good, a good talk for, you know, 45 minutes now? So welcome to the Good Talk, and uh, yeah, let's, uh, we haven't, as usual, 
you know, it's no no planning involved. Uh, just so me and Sadio, we know each other from um, like a few of my mates from the theatre industry, and uh, yeah, we generally, you know, when we're sort of working in a theatre show, we kind of like pass each other at a couple of moments, few moments during like work and. Generally, in those moments, we just tend to like have like a proper sort of I don't know, few minutes of like quite like weird banter that sort of <laughs> it kind of like goes from so so many different like subject matters, doesn't it? Yeah, completely. And it's like it's never planned, and it's like sometimes moments together are longer than others, depending on what part of the show we're at so sometimes we'll just be like two seconds in the bunker and then you've got to go and do your stuff and then like in the wings we'll just be chilling for like I don't know five minutes before I go on stage and it's just never planned and every conversation is different which is great. I quite enjoyed the moments we just started to like uh, do these things I named like uh, crap battles which was (laughs) I thought, to be honest, I'd, I'd forgotten about it until like now. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, we started getting into these things that we called like crap battles. We were sort of already basically playing ourselves down and our, yeah. our kind of rap skills. We did want to pretend we'd sort of like, you know, it was too good. But uh, we started when you kind of let go of the nerves and you sort of like yeah. get a bit confident. It flows, man. It flows. It does. It does flow. So I've so I've seen you. Um, obviously, you're a singer, uh, performer. What do you call? What do you? There's such an obsession with like labels of everything, isn't it? What uh, what do you kind of like see yourself as anyway? Is there like something at the forefront? Is there something at like the forefront that you like to kind of like describe yourself yeah. as? Yeah. Okay, sorry, I cut you there, but um, I just see myself as a singer, literally just. You know, although I'm in theatre and it's got different titles, so like actor, slash singer, or... Slash I'm model, like, slash presenter. I think I move a bit well, you know, I'm not the best dancer, <laughs> but I, I class myself as a singer, because I've been singing from young, like, I sang, I started in church. Oh, did you? Yeah, I started in a choir. What age was that? I think I was about... And so, what area? What area do you grow up? Did you grow up in? And sort of what church? Like, how did it all come about? Um, so I grew up in North London. Yeah. Um, Islington area. Um, and basically, my church wasn't even Islington. It was like, where was my? I think it was in South London somewhere. But me and my auntie and my mum used to drive there. And my brothers, when we were young, we used to all just go and I remember seeing the church and I was thinking I really want to join that choir I really want to sing because there was like a younger girl around my age and I was like I can see myself doing that were you like sitting in the pews like what looking up sitting in the pews were you like sitting in the pews with your family like looking over looking up to the (laughs) choir if you're gonna call it a pew it's probably like I don't know five chairs in a row (laughs) (laughs) back to back but um, but yeah, like I just remember sitting there being really inspired. And it's not just at that moment I wanted to sing. It's like from young, I used to watch like Sister Act, or I used to watch like Tina Turner or Tony Braxton or Aretha, and just be like, I really want to sing. I don't even like, remember um, 
Whatchamacallit? Stars in their eyes. With <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did you want? Tonight, who did you want to be tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so I used to watch those shows, and I remember seeing the kiddie version, and I was like, I want to do that. And I remember like thinking, I want to be a singer one day. Because I used to love it. I used to just love listening to music. And I sort of think I remember that they did like a version for kids. Yeah. I was just sort of like trying to picture it. I feel like yeah, I do remember it. But did they? Did they make them up to be sort of adult stars? Like, do you know what I mean? Did the little kids, were they pretending to be adults? Or I think like were. the child versions of like, you know, those stars? Listen, mate, we've got YouTube now. I'm going to have to just go back on YouTube and check it out to clarify. Yeah, like but a I young think... Cliff Richard. Tonight I'm going to be a young Cliff Richard. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> And he just comes through with like uh, some little hairpiece, some glasses, <laughs> an umbrella. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just exactly. Um, good question. I think they were imitating the adults. That's funny. Because I wanted to be Tony Braxton, and I just remember thinking. I've saw another child do that, so I'm I'm guessing they would be in the adults. But I'm gonna go on YouTube and check it out. I love like one of the things I've said this already on other podcasts, but sort of since being off in this like lockdown, I've kind of um, yeah, I've just become like really into podcasts, just like listening. And I've been listening to like the main man, from what I understand, like Joe Rogan. And uh, I don't know if you've heard or come across like his stuff. He's like a UFC commentator. Uh, used to be like sort of UFC martial artist uh, did like I, yeah I think he does it live I, I've only been listening to the audio and then I found that actually I think they're streamed live as well um, okay. on YouTube but the cool thing is obviously he's got like a setup but he's got like a, a guy that works with him called Jamie and basically like when they're chatting say like this yeah. when they're talking about stars in their eyes he'll like search the stuff up on the internet and get okay. it up on get it up on screen so you can sort of like you know, check, fact check the kind of shit you're talking about. Do you know Mate, what I mean? This is, you. this is your future. This You're a podcast host now, so this is you. Yeah. You've got to get that screen. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, needs needs uh, a little research art just to help us out, get it up. But, um, I can just use my phone over there. I'm joking. No, this, this setup is very simple. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my, I've got my iPhone like proper, like sort of propped on like a, little joby stand okay uh, i see it in the shot a little bit yeah exactly i'm kind of like arched over just like trying to speak close into the mic and stuff so but yeah it's cool but yeah so how how have you been it's been ages like so we would we hadn't seen each other since like march basically yeah have we i don't i don't think and then even like earlier on the year like in january so as you know, like I run my kind of uh, good coffee drinks company, and back it was January this year that I did that festival, the, uh -huh. the Mindful Drinking Festival, that you came down, um, you came down with your boyfriend, uh, Franz, to support me. But that yeah. doesn't that seem like two lifetimes ago? It felt honestly, it was like it was in January. Yeah, it was like so. It's like what six, seven months ago now, which is you know, it's half a year, but it. That is crazy. I remember showing up and you and Sara Bella was there when you had your nice setup, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, and all these different drinks, and I was like, I have to big up my mate, man. I've got to support. It's all about supporting your friends, and but it was a nice website in Saltich, Brick Lane. 
Yeah, it was in uh, the old um, Truman Brewery. Yeah, Brick, Brick Lane. Yeah, it's great, great venue. Like nice, no, it was nice, it was nice, nice atmosphere and stuff. Exactly, and I, because there was different beverages that I wanted to try as well. But then obviously, I had to go to work. It was the Sunday before the show. I know so work, I work, yeah. man. Exactly. I mean, grinding. <laughs> It's, but it's mad though, isn't it? It's like, you know, I'm, I've, I've translated to a sort of, you know, I'm full time with my own company now, like during this period. So I'm still yeah. working, but at the same time, it's like, it's such a different ballgame. Like we worked like six days yeah. a week, you know, unsocial, yeah. unsociable hours, as it were. Um, yeah. Like you say, you kind of squeezing things in, like around that all the time. Um, yeah. So, how have you sort of, how have you been finding like this new time that you've got? Even, even though it's under, you know, it's under kind of unusual kind of circumstances, but how's it been for you? It's been, um, it's been relaxing. I would say definitely that's one of the, the main points that I think of in terms of. The more time you have, the more you want to do. But mm. then at the same time, I've just been relaxing a lot. My body has just been loving me for it. I've been doing lots of yoga. I've been doing lots of stretching. I've been meditating. I've just been taking time to think about what Sadia wants to do and needs, you know? So yeah. I've come up with, I say I've come up with answers. I don't know if it's me or if it's, a, you know, a higher power, if it's God. Yeah. But I just feel like I've been kind of put into this kind of health path. Yeah. I've yeah, always yeah. been quite healthy with, with the foods and the things that I consume, but maybe because it was the whole COVID thing and at the beginning it was quite scary because you just were thinking, hang on a minute, is this just a media thing? You're hearing all these things on social media thinking, you know, it's a man-made thing and then people are actually dying and you're thinking, hang on a minute, maybe it's not a man-made thing. You're hearing all these different things from everywhere. Yeah, it moved, it moved, quick, it moved quickly. The... Do you know what I mean? So when I started seeing a lot of and, you know, a lot of, you know, black people, ethnic people, we were like at the forefront of, of, of the deaths, you know what I'm saying? So I was thinking, okay, I need to just really raise my health game. So... During this period, I've just been eating really healthy. I've been stretching, like I said, doing a bit of yoga, breathing techniques, and just just eating a lot of like fruits and vegetables. Yeah, yeah. I think it's and been re really it. important, so really like really important. Like considering, uh -huh. you know, we're faced with something that's sort of unknown, like you say, and yeah. but you know, the mess. There wasn't really a huge message about you know, getting fit and keeping healthy and eating yes, well. Exactly. You know, there was just, there was a lot of, you know, it was just precaution, distance, you know, lock yourself exactly. down, stay inside. There was not really much, you know. Exactly. And that, presence that, of that perpetuates fear. That could perpetuate. It's just like, oh my God, I can't go out. I'm just confined in the space of my home and la la la. Like, oh my God, what can I do if I do go out? Oh my God, I don't want to walk past that person if somebody sneezes or coughs. It's just like, oh my God, all these things just run through your head. Um, and stress can definitely lower your immune system. So that can make you more susceptible of catching this, 
you know, COVID thing. All these things could like run through your mind. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's not it's not productive. It's not productive to sort of um, you know, to stop exercising. You know, because you can go like if you have a pretty busy job, like kind of yeah. like what we do, we're pretty active. Yeah. You know, you're traveling for a, you know a reasonable portion of the day. You know, walking to train station. You know, yeah. heading to work. You know, you at work we're on our feet like a lot. They're long exactly. days. Up, down, burning calories. Yeah, it's all that. Do you know what I mean? It's all the interaction with people, and you know, it's take it was gone. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of it's kind of gone unless you know, and especially if you really sort of like felt people definitely were on different scales of how much fear they felt and how sort of locked down they locked themselves down as it were. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to sort of uh, you know, feeling like they could you know safely at least get out and exercise and stuff and not be too paranoid. But so it's yeah. so good that it's good that you've kind of taken on that. I've seen your I little your yoga videos. Your little sped up yoga videos. I saw your like sped up yoga video posts. Oh god, yeah. And stuff. (laughs) Time lapse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out there like half an hour at a moment. I was like, no, I can't put this 30 minute video each time. So I was like, speed it up, speed it up. Um but yeah, no, that that was great. That was towards the beginning of lockdown. Me and my boyfriend Fran, or my fiance, I'm my partner. That's so weird, let's say. But me and my partner Fran. (laughs) He um we were doing he was doing hit training yeah and then I was doing my yoga because I'm seeing what he was doing I kind of jumped onto that as well. It's so good, isn't it? Hit, and I did a hit, hit training. Like, it's good. It was bloody hard, but I was like, I felt so good afterwards. So, but you can get it done like to... fast. Say that again. You can get I it keep, done fast. Like a bit of a delay, and I keep cutting you. Say that again. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. So I'm saying, like, hit training is good because you can get it done fast. Like, exactly. it's hard work, but you kind of know within, like, 10, 15, like, you know, I sort of do it, but no, probably no more, definitely no more than 20 minutes. You know, it's probably actually exercise. It's about 10 or 12 minutes of actually hardcore exercise. And then you're done. Exactly. Exactly. But I would, do you know what? Like, I would definitely do hit again because it was, you know, afterwards you feel great. But during it, it's, it's hell. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think I would just prefer doing, like, a 30-minute workout and just, you know, spreading it out and just keeping it even. But like I said, I would never... Like, I won't shut down hit training again. I probably will do another couple videos because it's been a while since I've actually recorded myself. I still work out here and there, but the beginning of lockdown, I was doing a lot more working out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been working out? What have you been doing? Yeah, I've been, I've been doing a lot, actually. So... When it first like all kicked in, basically I went off and got myself like another job because I was just thinking like, oh shit, I don't know what's gonna happen. So I thought, yeah, go and get another job. So I was doing some supermarket stuff for like a month, and then you know that that also turned its head because they were like night shifts. So I went yeah. from doing unsociable sort of late evenings to even more unsociable, like working like ten to seven in the morning. So that kind of turned my whole routine on its head for a bit. So what were you actually doing when you say you're working nights? And then so I was doing, doing a, so I was over at my local supermarket, just basically like replenishing, you know, turning up, nice. taking. It was, do you know what? It was alright. I'd done it. The thing is, I did it when I was um, eighteen. Obviously, it's quite yeah. a long time ago. But yeah. the, I tell you, the game hasn't changed. Like 
I was going to just say, did it bring back memories? Is it, is it different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not really that different, to be honest with you. The whole sort of like, you know, vibe of it and the work of it is not really that different at all, to be honest with you. Yeah. There was all, all these like terms that when I was like 18, they'd tell you, they'd be like, um, yeah, can you uh, face up this uh, aisle number, the cereal aisle number eight? And that sort of means like pulling all the products like to the front, making sure okay. they're ter- make sure they're turned the right way, you know, making it look okay, all presentable. So face up. Okay, I see that. Yeah. And I was like, man, it just took me back. I felt like I was like exactly like 18, like a kid. Do you know what I mean? Again, Aww. but it was... Uh, well, you're a key worker, man. You were on the forefront, basically, because of you. Man, front line, front line. jobs. Tell you. We had friends that are in our cupboards and our fridges because remember the beginning of the lockdown there was all that panic buying i was i was there my first no i think it was uh the second sunday or something i'd um i was finishing at see finished at seven you're supposed to finish at seven and the shop opens at six and it was the it was kind of the last of the pack but boy like six o'clock i was sort of trying to navigate my way out the shop to get home and yeah. literally people were running with like 20 toilet rolls under one arm, you know, oh a big kilogram bag of rice under the other one. They were like, <laughs> they're, they're trolleys. It, honestly, it was like so insane. I was kind of just sort of shuffling down and it's a big supermarket. I was like shuffling down here as people were like, just sort of flying past you, like aggressive. Yeah. Oh, it was mad. Seriously. And when you're saying that, I'm just I'm remembering the, the visions I'm seeing on the news at the time. It was it was exactly like, like yeah, it was exactly like that. Exactly. But but worse to see it in real life, to be fair. Like I was like, oh really man. But that was the last day. It calmed it calmed down after that. So but um yeah, so I, no after that, then I was like, okay, I felt like I'd sort of gone out my way to kind of just be precautious of my situation and as like you know, things unfolded, we found out about work and all this kind of stuff. I thought, do you know what? This is like once, kind of once in a lifetime opportunity to for me to, you know, like you were saying, just basically like take stock and go, I'm going to put all my efforts into like, one, my business and two, just to try and like, like you say, really, just ask give myself space to try and ask myself some questions to see yeah. what it was that, you know, like I want and do things hopefully that are sort of beneficial. So yeah, I've done, yeah, done a lot of yoga, a lot of yoga, a lot of, a lot of, uh, hit training basically kind of tends to do it every day pretty much. Uh, but it's been good. It's been really good. Good. So you're a good friend of mine. Yeah, most mostly. It still still had like ups and downs. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I think. Human, yeah, I think it's the. There's this real. I don't know if you feel it, but there's. I think I felt it more in the last like couple of days again. But there's this real like sort of weird, like external vibe, like about everything. Still, you know, like each stage, it's just, everything changes. Like even though things have been opening up, it's like. Yeah. I don't know, it's just a bit like there's some Yeah, I don't know, it's really odd still. So Yeah. I hear that. It's like we've just come out of this, but then everything's opening so quick and it's just like everyone's out. It's like I was in where was I the other day? I was in a Morrison's car park. Oh, is this when you went with your mum? 
Take your mum shopping. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 To go shopping. So she, because she basically left me with her shopping and I was waiting in the car for her. And she literally was in Morrison's and she was like, oh my God, there were so many people in there. And again, it was a shock for her, although it was normal, because before March, that was just the norm. So many people <laughs> just being everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like, it's like this whole social distancing thing and then there's only a certain amount of people allowed in at a time to any place. So it was just, it was a shock factor to her. It was just like, it was so weird. And she was just like, I put the basket down. I just wanted to leave. So yeah, now everything is just opening really, really quickly. It's just a bit, I feel like people are quite skeptical and even like watching the news, people are like, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to be going out to these places straight away or, you know, I don't know if I want to send my child to nursery straight away or like people are very, you know, they're questioning. Exactly, and I think it's natural. Yes, yeah, that's the thing. It's totally understandable. It's like, uh, you know, just the. I think there's been too much, like, sort of changing of information along the way. For I don't know about exactly. you, but trying to trying to pull out the any grain of truth in any of this is like pretty like impossible. I'd say exactly because certain things that the government would say. Sometimes they'll just go back on their words and or, you know, they'll say don't do something and then later on they'll say it. Like, for example, these face masks. Apparently, I've just read on my phone this morning that it's compulsory now to be wearing face masks in shops. Yeah, I read, I read that. Like, my heart sort of sank a little bit, like, with that. It's just like, I don't know, yeah. such a weird one. Because I think if they hadn't said, like, like the scientists for so long saying, look, they don't, they don't really do anything, like... And it's yeah. like there was just exactly. so much pressure, so much pressure to get them to change their mind, like find a way to change their mind. That I was just like, oh man, really? Like, and you only have to watch people in the streets. Like, people, it's become like a new fashion item. Do you know what I mean? It's like hanging around their ears. You know, it goes up, it goes down. Like touching it, put it down for the post. Cigarettes, smoke. You know, if you want to smoke, you know. You only have to see how people use them to think, like, man, this yeah. is like. Exactly. You know. Like, you're just. You're, it's just not working. Like, you're just going yeah. beyond. You're going. What's the word? You're going. I don't know what I'm going to say. You're going against what is supposed to be useful, even though what is supposed to be useful doesn't necessarily work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then everyone's got their own opinion, you know? So I feel like. No, that's it. Exactly. That's the thing. People just feel yeah, yeah, safe yeah. and comfortable, and it's just. It's just there and it's makes you feel better. And, if, and it's if not, I don't works, think it's great for your breathing. From what I believe, I don't think it's great for your breathing as well. Do you know what I mean? Just to sort of. Yeah, because you're breathing in carbon dioxide. Yeah, that air you're expelling, like, you know, exactly. you're kind you're of breathing. regurgitating it. Um, exactly. You need oxygen, man. You need oxygen. But then, man. You're in the air. I missed your, I missed <laughs> your exactly. I missed your exactly. Every, I was to you, every time you say exactly, like, it veers into like Scottish. I'm like, I, ne- I never really got it. Like, it's so funny, man. I don't even clock when I, when I just do it. I'm just like, oh, okay, so now that's come to mind. So every time I say exactly now, I'm just like, okay, cool. Exactly. Thanks. No, sorry. It's, like, it's, it's when you mean into it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's where it's like elongated. But, so what's, um, what's up next? Like, what are you doing? What plans have you got? the next few weeks it's still still a bit open-ended isn't it like at the moment it's sort of open-ended we say uh open open open-ended at the moment still isn't it 
if the car was packed, I don't know who was in the car, but <laughs> I think if there were three of us, then we could all fit in the back. But maybe there was more people, I don't know. But sometimes we were allowed to sit in the boot and it was such a treat. It was like, oh, I'm sitting in the boot now. <laughs> How funny is it? I know, like in the back, in the back, like, my dad had a van yeah, as well. It was similar, like, no yeah, no like, seat belt. Now you see, like, these glass windows around you, you're just looking out, and it's like, yeah. That's I mean, so it's funny. Really... It's true, isn't it? Like, proper, like, you're proper unsafe, but proper, like, cool, though. Do you know what I mean? Just, like, freedom. Freedom. Early 90s. That could never happen now, bro. That happened now. Pull over, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you... you Seriously, you wouldn't even want to like entertain that, would you? To Trust be fair, <laughs> not not in not in today's world. That's uh, yeah, that's no, definitely. Things have changed, though, isn't it? Like, just there was so much. Ha- yeah, there was just so much like happening. You know, we all obviously we all know that, but it's just and the, the other thing as well is not even on like a, you know local scale. You know, it's not even in your like local town. Exactly. Like it's not even just the city, country. It's like global, yeah. like global. Everywhere, Every- everyone is kind of experiencing this same thing, and even like the stuff that's happening in America and all that. Like it's just spread. You know. Yeah. Uh, exactly. It's just quick. And again, that's why technology. I think it's it's a double-edged sword. In one way, it's really good because mm. information is quick. You're seeing things. You're seeing the truth. Like certain media. I have to set up, stop you there though. I don't, that's what I don't think. I don't think you're seeing the truth. I think that's probably like. But part. you're seeing the truth from a, a perspective of, of. You're seeing somebody's truth. Yeah, true. So, for example, if somebody's filming it, that's their truth. Whereas before social media, you could only see, I don't know, BBC One, ITV, Channel 4 News. But the, pro- the problem with that though is. Outlets, you're seeing their perspective. Whereas if you're seeing all these social media people on their phones, yeah. you're seeing their truth and you're seeing certain parts that I miss out in the media. But so, your pro- the problem with that, though, is it's like, it's, I sort of disagree because it's the, and I, I know what you said about their but truth, but you're not, because it's out, it's getting, can you hear me? I can hear you, but it's a delay again. Yes. again. So the context, like, you say you're seeing their truth, but if you're sent, like, you know, if you end up seeing 10 seconds of a video that's actually like 40 seconds, that's that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, sometimes it's easy, like, as everything gets delivered, it's like Chinese whispers in a way. Where I hear that. I hear that. And then you and you're, you're facing with something where there's no real context and you make these decisions and then that the thing that's uncontextualized is then passed around the world and it's unrecognizable. And sometimes you do see the full video. Yeah. And sometimes certain things that the media might miss out, like exactly what you said, that same concept is on the news. Yeah. And they've missed out a particular section that could be so vital for whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? They're portraying yeah. to us. So it's a, I, I totally get what you're saying, but I think it's important on both sides. I think it's yeah. important to have social media for that concept and to, to see what certain media outlets are missing. And mm. it's also interesting to look at the media as well. So when I said the double-edged sword, it's good in a way so you can see all of that, but then sometimes I think social media can be very distracting. You know, we're spending a lot of hours, spending a lot of our time 
Um, and it's just a distraction sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I don't know, Instagram. And I just plan to be there for, what, five minutes to just check, I don't know, messages or whatever. <laughs> Two hours later, I'm like still a, on Instagram. A proper hole. Do you know what I mean? You just go deep down this rabbit hole and you're just like, oh my God. And then by the time you get back to the actual main page, you've forgotten why you were there. And then you're just like, oh, I'm here because this. I looked at this person's page or I was on this photo or whatever. So, yeah. I was, I was listening the other day to something and they were saying like, you know, these, these, the apps and stuff like, you know, they were talking about Twitter specifically, but they're all like, they're designed by like behavioral, you know, scientists and psychologists uh, where they, they want to make them as addictive as possible as well. And they were saying like, they were saying on Twitter, like that little mechanism where you basically have to like pull down to refresh they were sort of likening it to um like a slot machine like sort of that moment of pull it pull it down then getting the result of like more information i guess but i think sometimes like we just don't really know what we're like involved with you know what i mean it's really hard but you say like there's but you know there's a whole big picture to it do you know what i mean it's it's enabled so much stuff I think, um, have you seen on Netflix, The Great Hack? Yeah, is that the one um, about Cambridge Analytica? Yes. And when they talk so, about the Facebook ads. Exactly. Yeah. And how, and again, I haven't watched all of it. I was just myself. I was just watching, I've been saying I want to watch it for so long. During the sort of time period, I started watching some of it, but then I kind of fell off. I actually, but it, again, it just talks about, the whole Facebook side of things, you know, how it was intended for one thing, then this came, came in, and we're basically using people's, is it algorithms or their patterns and different things in order to work against? Well, they know system. people's, they know people, they have so much information like behaviours, yeah. likes, you know, how exactly. they operate on on so social media. That we're what, basically... But what they could do, what they did, I believe, is they basically targeted people like in real time. You know, they could analyze people in real time and deliver different commercials or like information. And they they were in the form of all sorts of things like kind of disguised like viral videos, uh, advertisements. And they would basically you'd you'd see them at what they'd learned is your kind of like prime time you know viewing experience i guess so they managed to sort of impart all that different information to help uh sway the decisions of like voters and stuff i mean for the the american election wasn't it the american election they used it for brexit as well apparently yeah like i said i need to finish watching it i only literally got halfway but they were basically yeah doing what you just described um, and it's just making us think like we would maybe think a particular way, but with all of this that they're doing, it will kind of sway our thoughts. Yeah. Do it. But in that documentary, it was talking and saying that data is worth more than gold. It is now. Data is basically. It's it the is move. now, exactly. So it's like all of this social media, everything that's, you know, on the internet that we use so freely and which is great, but at the same time, like I said, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, people are getting rich from us. 
you know, people are being trillionaires from our data. From knowing your hobbies and interests. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, I like to wake up and have a pina colada. Yeah, exactly. Oh, if it's if it's already there sitting for you waiting, then you're like, oh, okay, this is handy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, exactly. Oh, that's good. But yeah. Mm. Well, listen, art it's been. Uh, I had no idea where our chat was going to go to today, but. Um, as usual, it's like good to talk to you. It's just nice to catch up with you. Nice to see you. Yeah. Um, like you say, you always offer like when we talk about it, you said about like you know keeping your light shining within. Do you know what I mean? Keep your always. keep your flame burning bright inside. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And you, it always stands out to me. Like I always, it goes through my head sometimes. Like you saying it, and it's you know you're such like a positive. Uh, I get the sense that most people like around you uh, probably think this and see this. You're such like a positive light and positive energy, and um, yeah, it's like a pleasure to have you on here, and yeah, just a pleasure to catch Aww. up and, and see you. So it's a pleasure speaking to you as always. You always make me laugh. <laughs> you always make me think about things through before and you know I'm just I'm grateful to have you as a friend and I just you know you have to keep that light shining you have to keep it burning bright you know there's only one of you there's only one of me there's only one of every single one of us on this earth so absolutely we have to realize what we have and just try and remain as positive as possible because listen we only have one lifetime so we have to try and get the best out of it so Exactly. Well, you you made my point. So thanks again. Say hello to Brad, and uh, I will, will do. I will speak to you soon. You take care. Take care. Bye, Bye now. Bye.